have that nice and good effect. It's gonna start the yeah. recording. It'll have that. It'll have that real effect. Cause you're drinking right after puking your brains out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, well, it, was, it was it was really bad. But. Well, you know, we're all missing you here among the bright and shining and smiling faces that you see every time you come to Philadelphia. <laughs> that would have been my first time in Philadelphia. The, you know, this time in Philadelphia, everyone's been chill. My last time in Philadelphia, uh, I saw I saw two people fight because a guy hit a guy in a wheelchair with his car, and then the person behind him was arguing that he should just be able to go around the guy instead of them blocking the intersection while they get him back into his wheelchair. Oh, it knocked him out. <laughs> oh, yeah, like man. he like fell out of the wheelchair. People were like helping him back in and getting him across. And there was a guy about to cross oh. along. You're like, just let me go around you. You don't need to block the whole thing. That is terrible. Is that <laughs> is that how they talk in Philadelphia? That's how this guy talked. I can't okay. do the Philadelphia accent. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about the Philadelphia accent. We're here on Underworld News tonight. I'm Andrew Michaels. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. Ladies and gentlemen, he stole the nation's hearts as the littlest Watergate burglar, and now he's here. Beloved GOP breaking baby, best known by his wife as the guy who's been using the bathroom for the last two days, Jason Strong, on the show. How we feeling, champ? Uh, yeah, I have some uh, Pepto-Bismol in me and uh, uh, some uh, Breckenridge Brewing Christmas Ale at 10 a.m. on a Sunday, so. That'll do it. Flying it's high. It's it, it Christmas can be November twelfth, right? It may as well be. <laughs> there was already like Christmas shit in the stores before Halloween was over. It's getting earlier and earlier every year. And let's go ahead and talk about this. We're gonna change the we're gonna change the podcast now to the Uncle Corner. Uh, Christmas is starting too early. Gas too prices early. are too high. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um. Right. And, and weed's and too strong things. these days. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gas prices is too high. Uh, too many fancy beers. I know. Like, can, can I just get a PAPS? You know, like, you can't all just these IPAs and CPAs. I don't, I don't know anything about that shit. We used to just drink, we used to play Edward 40 hands. Kids these days, <laughs> what do they want to play? Edward English Perry cider hands. <laughs> fucking fancy, okay. I'll tell you that. Which is why we need to bring back child labor, and I am incredibly glad to the Arkansas third graders who edit this podcast. Show them your support by following and subscribing. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, we're about to get into the weird, wacky, and wild news of the week, but before we do, we do actually want to briefly harass slash tell our listeners how much we appreciate them. We love you guys for listening. It makes it so yeah. great to make this show truly mm -hmm. super rewarding, and the best thing that you can do for us is to share this to the people you know. Send it to your friends, send it to your enemies, send it to your family. Play it after you make love to your partner, because we know all of our listeners are fucking like rabbits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I do. And then I, then I act like it's an accident. Oh, how'd this come on? Well, I guess. <laughs> guess I'll leave it. Uh, I think there's no you... voice that anyone wants to hear after sex more than mine. <laughs> what do you mean after? I think during. <laughs> <laughs> so I, my, my wife says, honey, these are enhancement earmuffs. <laughs> I'm coming uh, out looking like a shaved bulldog, sounding like uh, <laughs> sounding like a third grader who chain smokes. <laughs> and we're here to talk about another alpha male today. Uh, now, you know that we are very into the Sasquatch, Cryptid, Bigfoot, quote unquote, coverage on mm -hmm. this show. Right. Uh, and he's made a turn in an unexpected place recently, mm -hmm. potentially. Mm -hmm. We're talking whales. 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 Like like the country, I assume, not the not the animal. No, not like in a whale. Animal? Okay. Uh, now this was reported by Bigfoot investigators uh, in Carefilly Wales, uh, and this is coming from the Real Journal, uh, R H Y L Journal .co .uk. Okay. Uh, Investigators have found large footprints and a potential woodland lair for the Sasquatch. And you should be able to find that on our socials ASAP. Uh, the footprints, the investigators are saying, measure 16 inches, which is the same as basketball player Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know who's measuring his feet. <laughs> right. You know, when you told me it was 16 inches, I, I knew 
I just knew there would be a comparison to uh, Shaquille O'Neal. There has to be. <laughs> Is it possible that he was in Wales? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Man, that dude has his uh, fingers in a lot of pies these days. Shaquille Insurance, O'Neal. Reebok, uh-huh. reality TV. Papa John's. Papa John's, Gold Bond. Oh, right. Does he still do the Gold Bond commercials? I don't know. I mean, they feel recent, but I don't know. No, I mean, good for him, honestly. Like, he seems like a pretty cool dude. Um, But, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, please continue. So these paranormal investigators, they were working on a new TV series, the title not being named here. These were Canadian investigators. Uh, They also found what they are describing as a woodland lair. Now, I don't think there's enough room in here for like a grown man, let alone a Bigfoot, unless they're really using it as like blankets. Uh, Because you look at it, it's a bunch of knocked over trees, a pile of branches with a really small amount of space in the middle. Mm. Uh, So I'm not entirely convinced that this is a Sasquatch lair. Uh, Now, Canadian Sasquatch researcher Jason Kenzie said of the footprint that it could possibly be a Sasquatch footprint. However, while the toes and the footprint are clear, he does not see the mid-tarsal break. The mid-tarsal break in the footprint is considered pretty emblematic of a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is not present in that footprint. Once again, mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal theory could just be the case. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, I, I was just about to ask you um, about the uh, mid-tarsal break. If, right, we talked about it all. discovered there. Yeah. Yeah. The, no mid-tarsal. No, no. mid-tarsal. Okay. Uh, now, this it is a feature believed to be unique to, to Sasquatch uh, and often visible in the tracks. Uh, so Jason Kenzie has said that this evidence is inconclusive because nobody saw what made the footprints, but based on size alone, it does look closer to an unknown creature than a typical human. Uh, back in 2016, this is not the first report from Rails, Wales, because back in 2016, a man reported seeing a Bigfoot near Carefilly Mountain and even claimed to have caught the creature on camera, although I was not able to mm-hmm. find any footage or photographs to back that up. Uh mm-hmm after a pretty cursory search this morning. So I could look a bit more in depth this week and see if that's the case. Uh, now, there was a, pre- a Polaroid. <laughs> he took a, 20, a Polaroid in 2016. Yeah, right. <laughs> he had his, uh, what was it, the Canon disposable, Kodiak disposable camera. That's it, right. That my yeah. uh, my parents used to bring on every vacation we went on as a kid. <laughs> right. And maybe maybe that's why there's no photos, because he, like, drug his feet to get them developed. And now, where, where the hell are you going to get film developed? I know. Well, you, I feel like if you go to most universities, have a dark room that nobody watches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to, uh, I guess everything we say on this podcast is a joke, so anything wrong that I did is a joke and I didn't do it. I used to I used to vape in my uh, college's dark room even after I dropped out of the photography class. Hell yeah. That's just <laughs> called being cool, like me. Uh now, researchers are saying that a freedom of information request was made to North Wales police in early 2021, asking for any details of any reports of a Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, ape figure, or bear-like wild man. But police claimed that they declined to fulfill this request due to time constraint. I don't think the Wales police are that busy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, intuitively, I would agree. But the uh, number of um, uh, British or UK uh, murder TV series uh, they seem to indicate that there's just like just deaths everywhere in, in like the more rural parts of uh, the UK. That's true. But, you know, maybe you kill birds with two, two birds with one stone could be Sasquatch. Could be. Yeah. We'll never oh, know. Like did the murders. Did the murders. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Could be, or he could have, or he could help solve them. We don't know. Now, I, one thing I want to talk about is the Bigfoot Sasquatch thing here. Now, we have said several times in this show, and we're going to say it again, that we prefer the term Sasquatch as the more academic term. Right. However, mm-hmm. in this case, I actually think that Sasquatch or Bigfoot or Yeti is appropriate. Number one, nobody has seen the creature. Number mm-hmm. two, it's missing the mid tarsal break. Right. Uh, we don't have a photograph, and it's outside of the traditional area. So I wouldn't necessarily think that this is a Sasquatch. It could be a parallel species hmm. or Shaquille O'Neal or Shaquille O'Neal yeah or another tall guy by the way like I know no, Shaquille O'Neal true, is yeah. like exceptionally large but there are other people with feet that large right almost certainly I don't know I think this is probably the best marketing stunt that Reebok has done in a while <laughs> you think so yeah <laughs> 
It's like, yeah, real stealth campaign. <laughs> Man, how how do I get on that gravy train? Here, here, put on these, put on these new kicks and just like walk around at random, <laughs> random wild places. <laughs> I, I want to see a uh, Sasquatch and Reebok pumps now. Yeah. No, Press I, a little I orange button. I don't um I don't typically Rebrox, not my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't accommodate my mid-tarsal break. <laughs> That's why I wear A6. Yeah, well, it was weird for some reason. Exactly late last year, you said to me, I'm only wearing Yeezys from now on. <laughs> yep, those in Crocs. Crocs and uh, I, I wear put on put on a pair of socks and put, and pull Crocs on over it and go to the beach. Ah oh, man! <sighs> we are guys. Jason's been sick all weekend. I've been traveling. I'm in Philadelphia. I've got hotel brain. This is my first. <laughs> this is the first episode. Father-in-law, stop listening to the podcast. This is the first episode I've recorded with no THC in me, and it actually makes you kind of higher in a weird way. <laughs> I cannot say the same. <laughs> uh, now, I know you have some updates on some real animals, right? Uh, I do. Um, and uh, I guess um, I guess maybe... Uh, I should offer a uh, trigger warning, you know, if, if you're, uh, um, yes, uh, if, if the deaths of animals, uh, you know, you find particularly upsetting or disturbing, uh, maybe ride the, uh, fast forward button for, yeah, probably like you know, the next four hours. <laughs> yeah. However long, uh, it takes um, until you hear me introducing a story again. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, ha- so, uh, having said that, this story comes to us from uh, Cowboy State Daily. I get all my Montana. And so it says uh, Montana. Yes. Okay, great. What did you say? I said that's where I get all my news, Cowboy State oh, Daily. Oh, but I didn't no, know it was absolutely. Montana. Yeah, no, no. Um, absolutely. Makes, and, it, makes it more sense as to why I was so confused about Illinois politics. Right, right. And this is actually... Uh, this is uh, uh, like a bucket list goal I didn't realize I had, but being a reporter for like Cowboy State Daily, man, that's got to be. I am sure they are paid awesome. so well and are so happy. <laughs> I'm sure that, that none of them are broken alcoholics. <laughs> well, m- maybe that's why it's appealing to me because I've already started. <laughs> that's where I'm like, <laughs> I'm starting. If nothing else, just to introduce your, be able to introduce yourself, Jason Strong, Cowboy State Daily. <laughs> Man, um, all right. Anyway, uh, yeah. So this is uh, from Montana. Headline: Drunk Grizzlies keep getting hit by trains in Montana. All now, right. re okay. So reading the headline, right? What, what immediately sprung to my mind maybe because I grew up in the 80s and, and there was like a glut of uh, train safety PSAs. Back Wait, then. what? What? Like train safety? Like were kids getting hit by trains all the time in the 80s? I don't know if all the time, but it was definitely, I, and I think most of it was actually geared towards like drivers, people in cars, you know, trying to like skip the, like beat the, uh, beat the train or, um, and if old movies are any indication, cars stalling on train tracks was yeah. like an enormous problem. I'm... Um, no, but but anyway, uh, what I envisioned was, um, you know, five, six grizzlies uh, got together at the uh, local dive bar, shot four games of pool and had like 12 PBRs and three shots of Cuervo and... Uh, yeah, driving home, car stalls on the railroad tracks, and you know, I'm, end of story. I'm pretty but, sure uh, you need at least three shots of Cuervo to legally drive in Montana. Uh, I've been there, can confirm. 
Um, no, so uh, since 1980, 63 grizzlies have been hit by trains and killed along a section of railroad near uh, Glacier National Park. Uh, many died because they got drunk on fermented grains spilled from train cars and couldn't oh. move enough to outrun the trains. So I was completely wrong. The, the, Where, the why are these fermented drunk. grains on the train? Um, apparently, yeah, good question. I had that question as well. Um, what, uh, what the problem is, is, uh, trains carrying grain, um, specifically, this is the, uh, um, sorry, I'm scrolling to the, I, forgive me, I, I don't remember my train lines right off the top of my head. He's uh, Burlington Northern Santa Fe Rail Company, um, Apparently, they're uh, in the process of shipping grain. They load their cars too full. And there's like on particular uh, this particular turn or a series of turns because it's a very localized area. Mm. Uh, the grain spills out. And then, you know, since it's northern Montana, they get rain and snow and it. Oh, OK. It turns it into a de facto brewery. What if they just put, maybe this is, I'm just a simple country podcaster. Right. What if they just put a little bathtub under the train, grain comes down, then it's just an actual brewery, beer. That's actually a really good idea. Do it prohibition style. Right, right. Yeah, you know, maybe you won't go blind. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so there's um there's a lot of detail here about um a surprising amount of detail mm -hmm. uh about grizzly bears and uh their habitats and um there's only uh two populations of grizzly bears left in the United States. Wait, for real? Yeah. Where? Which are on the endangered species list. Which, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Which I, I'm gonna be honest, you know, the uh Pete, you know, uh absolute honesty peek behind the curtain this story really kind of pisses me off <laughs> um yes so there are grizzlies uh these grizzly bears that are getting hit by trains are um outside of glacier national park oh yeah the second population of uh, united states grizzly bears is in um yellowstone national park mm -hmm. in wyoming to the south and they're separated, probably because they keep getting hit by fucking trains. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know, we we learned something there too. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so grizzly uh, bear is just a for our listeners who might not be very outdoorsy, and definitely not uh, for your co-host who grew up in New Jersey. Uh, right. Grizzly bears are brown bears, and they'll fuck <laughs> you up. Black bears generally won't, and you see are more common, and you just gotta kind of back away slowly, right? Yeah, um, black bears. Um, and Unless you see a cub, they're going to die. Yeah, yeah. Um, black bears and brown bears um, are much more common throughout the United States. Um, I've seen, like, actually encountered brown bears living mm -hmm. here in Colorado. Like, they're pretty common. They're not, I mean, they're big. Like, I don't, I'm not going to fuck with bear. Yeah. Right? I, I'm just going to state that right now. I would uh, advise against that because... I cannot right. find another co-host who will actually do this weekly, man. You can't, you cannot <laughs> suffer a bear death for me. But, um, but brown bears are, uh, um, they're about, as I recall, sort of, sort of a, a stout person size. Mm -hmm. Like if they're full. You, you could know, say me. Water. Well, I was thinking me. <laughs> now I, but, um, and they're sort of doofy looking. Now, again, dangerous, don't fuck with them, but they are a little sort of silly and you can totally see one getting its head stuck in like a jar of honey. Uh, grizzly bears, though, are fucking enormous. Mm -hmm. Like they are monsters. Yeah. Uh, they are the, uh, dare I say, Shaquille O'Neal of bears. <laughs> Ooh, very interesting. <laughs> the rock of bears. I Like, yes, they're Bear like wild man. One of the descriptions. Yeah. Oh, you, so it could be a grizzly. Well, no, because it had a human-shaped foot. Oh, that's so right. I think that kind of... And, and, of course, the non-tarsal, yeah. 
That is uh, a that's a very fucked up grizzly bear if it has a human foot. I'd feel really bad for it because that's got to hurt the ankles. Maybe a train accident. You think it flattened the foot and perfectly like a Play-Doh presser just made a human Play-Doh. foot? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, that's my claim. <laughs> this is the like, episode. Like a, like a uh, uh, what, Looney Tunes style uh, when the uh, coyote gets run over by a steamroller. <laughs> And and sits up with a little with a little sign that says like "ouch" or whatever. <laughs> they, well, it's the two big problems face, facing facing animals. Number one, you have bears who uh who get their feet flattened into human feet. Number right. two, you have ducks that try to shoot a bunny, but it, but the bunny turns the gun around, it goes backwards, and then their beak is on the other side of their head. Yeah, right. Well, and you also have um, another big problem is uh, uh, rabbits. Uh, falsifying hunting season signs. Yeah, rabbit season, duck season. <laughs> right, dressing up rabbit. as sexy ladies. <laughs> right, it's never rabbit season. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way they communicated that apparently was uh, signs on uh, light poles. Uh, no, so um, yeah, so uh, in grizzlies endangered species. Uh, they come to you know this train. Um way way too full of grain i I, i'm really struggling to like mentally picture like how how or why are they carrying so much grain that when they make a turn it like it seems counterproductive because i get like trying to use fewer train cars but it seems like if you're losing like 10 percent or like five percent of your gross total product i mean we both have great business acumen famously yes yeah, absolutely. And aside from that, like, they're fucking killing endangered species. That's bad. I'm just <laughs> like, going to say it. I am put against a tarp that. on it, guys. Like, it, you know. A, this with a little fence? Well, like, you know, growing up in southern Ohio and you got to gotta haul a, a load of mulch mm-hmm. uh, to my aunt. You know, you put a tarp on that shit. Yeah. Like, otherwise, yeah, it's just it's all over the interstate. Uh uh, the um, ideas that have been floated uh, are um, a uh, something to blare a loud noise mm-hmm. for, for the bears because the bears come, they get drunk um, on the fermented grain. They either fall asleep on the tracks right there. Yeah. Uh, been there. Um, or otherwise are, yeah, just inebriated and aren't thinking, <laughs> thinking bear clearly. Mm-hmm. The train comes along and they don't they either try to outrun it or it kind of sneaks up on them. Um, so uh, one idea is to have um, like a noise blare mm-hmm. through what they call the grizzly death zones. Um, the other two ideas, which I, I actually think are uh, uh, pretty sound. Don't load the train cars so full. Yeah, I think that's probably the Slow best down. idea. It seems like there's one specific company that's do the problem, right? Yes. So you could just like legally tell the company they have to cut it out. Yes. Well, and to make it even even more gross, the uh in the article they mentioned that uh uh BSNF uh just assumed that eventually grizzly bears would be delisted as a uh, endangered species why you know, we're, we're a little bit indifferent about what Wait, why did they assume that are they is the population like has it gotten better for them i don't know that's a good question actually i don't i don't also, really know i also didn't know bears were in danger or grizzly yeah, i didn't know grizzlies were endangered at all <laughs> here's a fourth solution though yeah so we've got the grizzlies they're knocked out by the tracks right what if we just give them cars so they can drive themselves home? Right. Yeah, I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah, you know. Right. I think I think they could handle it. I think so too. Well, it's Montana. There's no one else on the road. Then nobody lives there. For sure. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> driving through the mountains is not the most terrifying thing in your life, sober. <laughs> no. That's why I always do it a little bit drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever driven through uh West Virginia? Um, a couple times, yeah. That's a scary state to drive through with all the ups and downs and hills and bumps. Yeah, yeah. We were driving to uh, our friend's house in Pennsylvania last year through it. I was going to shit my pants. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, no, we have some really scary mountain roads here in Colorado, but um, I'll sit on that. Maybe, maybe that might be like a. Yeah, a, let's a talk about let's talk about roads that are scary because of bumps. That's the new theme of the podcast. <laughs> right. Is places Jason and Andrew don't like driving. Right. Federal Boulevard. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't like driving in New York. Too much traffic. <laughs> Man, plus the subway is convenient. <laughs> Um, no, that's, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have on, uh, on the drunk grizzlies. All right. Well, you know, trains, yeah. somebody's got to do something, whether, you know, you know, whether it's cutting the grizzlies off uh-huh. or giving them cars to get home. Yeah. No, either way. Or maybe like an Uber credit. An Uber credit could be good. Yeah. Yeah. You have to find an Uber driver mm-hmm. who's willing to take a grizzly bear as a passenger. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now nah, I guess that's probably true. Although now I can't stop thinking, like wondering how many Uber drivers do you think there are in Montana? Like four? <laughs> I, that's a good question. Hmm. How many Uber drivers are there? I bet there's a lot more than you think. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. No, but have, have you been? I, I've, I've, I've never been, been west of Illinois. Really? Yeah, I've never been. I have been. I've traveled internationally. I've been all over the East Coast, right. been yes, to the South. Mm-hmm. Never been to the West. Yeah. Oh no, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted Lake to go. National Park, actually. Uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite. Not actually. specifically to Montana, but in general, out west. Yeah. Just the West. Yeah. Just in general, just go a little bit to the West. <laughs> <Thank God>. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm in Cross Nebraska. Water, this is over. This is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> yep I don't think this Bruce Springsteen album is about having a good time in your favorite sunshine state right <laughs> my next item of news comes to us from uh, Newsweek which looks like it's celebrating hang on I just clicked on the, maybe it's 90th year in publication can that be right wow that's a very early adapter to the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's they, they were really thinking ahead. Um, but uh, yeah. So from Newsweek, uh, Colombia goes to war with Pablo Escobar's hippos. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And um, what, what, uh, basically what's happening here um, that are you, Pablo Escobar, you know, I think most. Yeah, of I mean, well, I, I told, I've told, this, I've, I don't think I've ever said this in the show, but I've told you, you know, I used to work for the cartels, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, re- re- remind me what you did. Uh, I was mostly a, I was more of a vibe hire than anything else. Gotcha. What they okay. liked was uh-huh. they would have me in the quarterly meetings, and uh, you know, I would see. I would see El Chapo and I'd be like, aha, nice to see someone shorter than me. And he would say, aha, that's funny. I'll kill you though. I'll, I'll feed you to my, to Pablo's hippos. And I'll say, oh, don't do that. And he'd be like, nah, I, I won't, but I could, but I won't. Right. Uh, so it's no, all been a lot right. of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, yeah, so I started out with that. And then uh, gradually my job changed to mostly just putting cocaine in my butt. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, you could fit a lot more in there than you'd think. Yeah. No, no it is shocking. Yeah. Really. Nature is merce. And sometimes you get lucky and one of those condoms breaks. And who boy, is that a fun play night? <laughs> um, I keep it nice and secure because my, my ass hairs are like poison ivy's vines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um uh hippos, of course, native to the continent of Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the 80s, Escobar uh, smuggled in four of them, uh, keeping them at his uh, his estate. That takes a big butt. It does, right. Yeah, I, what, what, what kind of, it would have to be like a, what, blue whale? Oh, this is just my blue whale I'm getting through custom. Yeah. And it's got, got four hippos. What's in, what's in this? Do you have anything back. to declare? No. Right. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, so uh, Escobar in the 80s, at kind of the height of his uh, uh, wealth and power, uh, smuggled them into his uh, country estate um, east of uh, Medellin, which, thank you, uh, Netflix TV show Narcos for both teaching me how to produce Medellin and introducing me to Pablo Pascal. All right. uh, not to start a correction corner right away. But Pedro Pascal, and it's pronounced Medellin. No, it's not. It is. That's how they pronounce it in the show. That can't be right. <laughs> what did I say? Medellin. <laughs> no, I said Medellin. Medellin sounds like the name of somebody who works at Hurricane Betty's in Worcester, and there is a part of our audience that loved that joke. <laughs> Can... What, what the hell's a Hurricane Betty's? Hurricane Betty's is the strip club in the city I went to college. Uh, I ah. never actually went to it, but the nickname was Sweaty Betty's. And it's the only place I've gotcha. ever seen where the parking is sponsored by Coors Light. Gotcha. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so take that as you will. <laughs> all right. So so may, maybe maybe we'll just cut all this out. It's been a while since I've watched Narcos. And honestly, I, I only watched We're leaving it all in. Oh, yeah. No, I have, I have no doubt. I only um, cut it out when I look bad. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, um, uh, Pedro. No, um, Pablo Escobar. Uh, yeah. So he, you know, aside from hippos, he had elephants, ostriches, rhinos, giraffes, zebras. The the usual menagerie. Yeah. What you think? Car- of. Cartel leader stuff. I, I feel like a lot of crazy rich people. They don't want all these weird exotic animals, but it's just kind of an expectation. Right. Right. And it's always kind of the same exotic animals. It's the ones that it's the predatory ones. Well, yeah, uh, like ones that I feel like have gotten pretty good uh, PR. Yeah, like, like you know, everyone, everyone knows like what a zebra looks like, but as opposed to like, uh, I don't know, mata mata. Like, do you even know? I don't know what a mata mata is. Yeah, no, it's a funky turtle. It's really cool. What but, what exotic animal would you get when you become a uh, successful cocaine kingpin in Colombia? Oh, Komodo dragon, hands down. Komodo, that's a that's a good choice. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. How about you? I think I, I think also reptile. I think I'd go with a chameleon. Oh, chameleon. Those yeah, they're really hard cool. To come by, honestly. Like, are they endangered? Or are they just hard to find? <laughs> Is that a joke? <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> the worst so joke I've made on the chameleon? shows yet. I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think they're endangered. Like, I think you can just go to that. If, if if you Google like reptile store, you'll find like some sort of like shitty kind of rundown store in a, a mostly abandoned strip mall. Yeah, believe it or they, not, people chameleon. selling reptiles tend not to be the most ethical. No, no, no. You know what um, else I found out recently, speaking of reptiles, is that if you have a pet snake, do not feed it a live rodent. Not only is it cruel to the rodent, but also the reason why you feed them a dead rodent is so that they can't fight back. Because in the wild, right. snakes go after a rat from the back. The phrase, fight like a cornered rat, really means something. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're 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 actually right. More animal care tips from this show. <laughs> right. So after uh, Escobar's death mm-hmm. in uh, 93, uh, killed by police in a shootout, allegedly that's um i not not to keep we keep doing um uh diversions but that's uh what i was voted most likely to be uh in my high school graduating class killed by police in a shootout i think i think in ohio that's just what they call graduate school yeah Mm -hmm. uh anyway so uh the government seized uh uh escobar's estate most of the animals donated to local or international zoos, but the hippos were deemed too dangerous and impractical to move, so they just left them there. And hippos, uh, doing what hippos do, uh, had ex- had grown in numbers and uh, expanded from the uh, estate in uh, to the nearby uh, Magdalena River. Not good. No, no. Man, uh, now, um, now uh, it's estimated there are about 160 hippos living mm-hmm. in the region. Uh, 
with uh, the idea that the population could could reach a thousand by twenty thirty five. So in oh, easily, yeah. you went from four to one hundred sixty in what thirty years? Yeah, yeah, a bit right. less. So no, absolutely. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. No, go ahead. I'm just picturing these Colombian cops. They're going. They're raiding the thing. They're realizing they can't take the hippos. They're like four hippos. Do we shoot them? Looking at the clock, it's four fifty-eight on a Friday. Nah. Right, right. Not that I condone shooting hippos. I just don't know what else you would they they should have done in this circumstance. Yeah. Probably should have just shot the hippos. Um. So uh, the hippos, uh, of course, are flourishing because there's no, you know, yeah. they're not from Colombia. There's no natural predators. Uh. So it's uh, really uh, uh, really impacting the local uh, ecosystem. Mm -hmm. um, the hippos, at least in Colombia, haven't killed anyone, but hippos are known to be like very aggressive and territorial. They're very territorial. They have, I think, they have one of the higher debt kill rates for mammals. I think so. Because I, I know, like, dogs might be highest. Yeah, or, well, I think for number of people killed a year with mammals is probably dogs because that's what people are coming into contact with. And then the right. animal that kills the most people a year is obviously mosquitoes because once you get into malaria and shit like that, you're talking like millions of people. Yeah. Uh, so, but hippos, like, you know, if you encounter a hippo, it's already over. Get away and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Colombian. The Colombian environmental mister, uh, minister, excuse me. Yeah, uh, I'm the environmental mister. Say, yeah. Uh, you gotta uh, stay away from that tree there, buster. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do this in Medellin. But hold it now, that butterfly is endangered. <laughs> um, so, so they announced some plans to uh, control the hippo population, uh, including surgical sterilization mm -hmm. uh the transfer of animals to other countries which Seems sort of harder than taking it to the zoo right when there were four they couldn't do it when there's 160 now they're thinking oh maybe we should just fly them out of here and you know what else how are you gonna cut, cut a hippo's nuts off What do you mean, like the castration? How are you going to cut a hippo's nuts off? Are you going to volunteer, Jason? Well, I, I mean, I I reckon they probably put them to sleep, right? Like they use like those darts, the the dart gun, and then they they go in and use what garden shears, and they're in and out, and that's the end of it. Oh man, uh, that that has got to be a rough nap. <laughs> yes. Although Wait, I guess a hippo that, can't yeah. really see its balls. How long do you think it takes it to notice? Oh, I, I'm pretty sure it probably knows right away. <laughs> yeah, you wake up without your nuts. You do know. Um, but uh, yeah, so stage one is the surgical sterilization of 40 hippos per year. Mm -hmm. So it'll it will only take uh, well four years to do the original, but I, I don't know their reproduction rate. So probably at least five or six. Uh. The procedure, however, is expensive, with each sterilization costing about $10,000. Poses a risk to the animals, of course, because of the anesthesia. Mm -hmm. um, and as you uh, astutely pointed out, uh, puts the veterinarians in danger. Uh, My genius so, strikes again. Yeah. Um, so the uh, second... Second phase or the second idea, uh, exporting the hippos. Um, they're looking to Colombian officials have contacted authorities in Mexico, India, and the Philippines to accept the hippos. Now, what what do those three countries have in common? Mexico, India, and the Philippines. Regarding what do they have in common? Yes. Uh Probably not wanting 160 hippos. Well, but maybe, but also uh, none of them are in Africa. 
where that's a good point. Indigenous. Well, is it is it about like zoo capacity or something? <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just hard to imagine. Like, well, like Mexico. How is Mexico an improvement over Colombia? Hippos aren't indi- like what? Yeah, and and it the might... hippos in Colombia now, they grew up like I get okay. You know, in '93, right? You're you're a, a Colombian police officer. You go into uh, Escobar's estate. You find four hippos in a zoo. Right? Mm-hmm. It would make sense to put those four hippos in a different zoo. Yeah. The hippos today have they've been living wild. Yeah. So these are put them back in their natural. Like if you're going through all this trouble, if you're going to fly the hippo to fucking India, just land the plane early and throw it in Africa. Yeah, I mean, it could be an issue of, you know, where is it? Hmm. That's a good point. Or do you think it's the drugs? You think, like, the uh, African nations are concerned about the hippos from Colombia maybe smuggling in? I think that they might know the recipe. Right. Yeah. We cannot have that Colombia shit on the streets of, I don't know, what part of Africa are they from? I'm going to say, is Nigeria landlocked? I, I did not do well in geography as a kid. I don't have a very visual mind. I'm going to say maybe. No. Uh, yeah, I think Nigeria is. Well, I guess I think of like, uh, well, they're rivers. So where are the big rivers? The Nile. Oh, the I think Nile. they live in the Nile. Yeah. Well, I think they're all over. Like what? Serengeti, right? There's I think rivers. I, yeah, I think I might have in retrospect just named the first river, the only river in Africa I can confidently name off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, it, that's an idea that's being, that they're floating, seems sort of dumb. Um, and then uh, their final idea, yeah, is uh, euthanasia, which, um, and uh, it's sad but i mean that's probably what you're gonna have to do yeah uh previous previous efforts have failed to control the population uh doesn't say what those previous efforts were hippo Uh, condoms right um ribbed uh, for her pleasure i was gonna say put it put it holding signs that say like like girl hippos this way (laughs) (laughs) until they (laughs) Until they lead him out of uh, Columbia. Um, but uh, yeah, here's some quotes from uh, uh, the residents of the town of uh, uh, Puerto uh, Trianufo, mm-hmm. who uh, become accustomed to seeing them around, like like got used to it. Quote, they are seen as charismatic animals. Excuse me, charismatic. Charismatic, yeah. I've been sick all week. Uh, yes. Their babies are cute. So many people who grew up in the area are used to them and love them. So. I understand that they're a lot of cute animals are extremely dangerous. Right. Let's just back up for a second. Monkeys are cute. They'll rip your face off. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't. No, they I, will. I, um, it's a hard situation. Uh, I don't know why they didn't just deal with the four hippos like at all. They just did nothing, right? They just like left them there. Yeah, yeah. That that's insane to me. And I know. to our Colombian drug lord listeners, if just get a, just get an expensive cat or dog. <laughs> I think... You could spend a lot of money on a cat that is basically a hippo. You ever seen how much a sphinx cat costs? Oh no, that's true. Yeah. I think if you get um get one of those uh one of those pugs, pug dogs, then you you basically have like a miniature baby hippo. Yeah. It's like a little chonky with with, with with ornery. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a miniature hippo with uh right. the health problems of a 90-year-old man. Exactly. Who doesn't want that? You could you could stimulate what it'd be like if one of the hippos had a lifelong problem with your cocaine. Right. Uh yeah. No, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I don't know why this uh this was uh kicked down the road. Um I think 
I do think that uh, Columbia, you know, kind of kind of had rough history, but I think they're I think they're in um, all right shape now, right? Like, I think like, things are seems like a cool. I kind I want to go. Like I think things are looking up. Uh, I know they still have cartels. I think right. Ooh, El Chapo yeah. was Columbia. I mean, I guess El Chapo is now in prison for real this time. Uh, yeah. unless he breaks out again, but I think he's too old to do that. Um, was he I guess I, he's, I checked this morning. He is back. Cause I knew we were doing Escobar. So I checked this morning. <laughs> uh, okay. He is, he, they got him in 2016. Right. I think, and he's in us prison now. So I don't think he's getting mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we never know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how, th- how good things are in Colombia. Uh, I'm going to say, I think they're all right. Yeah. No, it seems beautiful. I'd I'd really like to go, but I yeah. After so. all these cartel jokes, I'm not so sure. But <laughs> <laughs> watch me get my fucking head cut off on live leak, <laughs> which will bring a lot of people to the pod. So I'll do it. <laughs> that seems a little desperate. Hey, uh, me desperate. Let, let's put a pin in that. We'll we'll circle back around to that later. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Patreon exclusive is my cartel execution. (laughs) I mean, we do have AI now. I can just, uh, I can just feed a feed an AI, like all of the, all of the videos we have. I would love to see what an AI trade to imitate me is like. (laughs) Cause I keep them guessing. Yeah, that is true. I'll give you that. (laughs) Now we're staying in the beautiful land of South America. Well, actually, no, we're technically in North America. We're staying in Latin America for this country. Going right. up, 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 up to Mexico. Uh, now, what do you know, Jason, about Dr. Jaime Mossan? I don't know why I said it like he's French. Jaime Mossan, M-A-U-S-S-A-N. Um... Didn't he um wasn't he a, a pitcher for the Orioles in like the 70s? I, I vaguely remember having uh having a uh, baseball card. That is correct. I really wanted to work in more 70s baseball stories in the show. I, how'd you guess? <laughs> uh and then I know shit about baseball, so I had to go back to the 70s because I thought no one could call me out on this. I, that's the perfect time because people could call you out on like 40s and 50s baseball and they could call right, you out on like right. baseball they were alive for. 70s is like a... Uh, right. Yeah, it could be. Or you could, you could just say the one year with the strike year when it was all the scab players. Right. Was it 93? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, it was Stubby McGurkins. <laughs> now this... This article uh, it's coming from a combination of ABC News, Newsweek, ABC News and Newsweek. Um, now, Jose Jaime Mosan, he is a journalist and a UFO, a, U- a self-proclaimed ufologist and alien expert in mm-hmm. Mexico. Uh, what he's most well known for right now globally is something called the Nazca mummies. Have you seen this? Um, I don't. I don't think I'm familiar with the mummies. Is it related to the Nazca lines? It's the... it's related because it was found in Nazca in Peru. Yeah. Uh, right. What he claims is that these are mummified aliens. Uh, they're three-fingered. They have the elongated skull. Uh, mm-hmm. That these are mummified aliens from over a thousand years ago that have been discovered as irrefutable proof of alien life. Uh, he's presented these findings before the Mexican's Chamber of Deputies. One thing to note, I think, is that there is a lot less of a stigma. I don't know if I, I think I, I don't think I have said this in the show before. There's a lot less of a stigma in Latin America than there is in the United States historically about coming forward about a UFO experience. Uh, really? Brazil did a lot of really serious look at this stuff in the 70s, and you could read all mm-hmm. about the, Bra- the Brazil UFO flap. Uh, it's not necessarily something that is going to destroy a person's credibility there in the mm-hmm. way that it would in the United States. Now, that being said, as far as Masson's credibility goes, uh, we should talk about the past three to four times that he'd presented uh, alien proof to Mexico's <laughs> Chamber of Deputies, which is their Congress. All right. Uh, so the first being in 2015, 
when he claimed to have found like this one, uh, a mummified alien child. Uh, that was actually like a mummified human child. So he did just kind of steal a dead kid that time. Uh, yeah. Wait, where, where did he find a mummified? I think he just got it. I think in Peru. I think also in oh, Peru. Okay. I think right, like right, about. Right, right. No, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's ruins everywhere. So right, I, so I think it's easy broad. to find a mummy in Latin America. But Latin American listeners, let me know. We don't have any. But when we do, let me know. Yeah. Have you found a mummy? Alien or human? Yeah. At least I assume so, because he wasn't investigated in relation to, like, killing a kid. So that's why I think this was, like, a mummy. Right. Because right. if they were or, like, oh, or, this kid died, like, five years ago, they'd be like, where'd you get that? Right. Or or he was stealing, like, archaeological finds. Yeah, he is stealing archaeological. I mean, that, it's, that's obviously. Maybe, maybe, and, 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 like, yeah. It just seems that people in Mexico don't care. Well. So then 2016, he is back. He's publicizing a specimen, which he calls the Metapec creature. Okay. Uh, now, the Metapec creature turns out to be a skinned monkey. Uh, he also presented that year what he called a demon fairy. That ended up being the remains of a bat mixed with wooden sticks and a few other random things to, like, make a weird fairy shape. Uh, like, so he doesn't deliberately? Have the best... or... <laughs> what? Like, like, for the bat thing, was that deliberate? Like, Yeah, I think... He got a hot glue gun and... I'd imagine it was deliberate. I don't think it like ended up that way. Well, I, mean, I think yeah, it was like didn't just like stumble across a yeah bat corpse that had happened to I don't know fall in honey and then sticks and <laughs> now these are not the only uh, high mamason uh, alien fraud incidents. Uh, hmm. In 2017, he gives a, a presentation on three fingered mummies in Peru. Uh, the Peruvian prosecutor's office claimed that these were human made with manufactured dolls covered in paper and glue. Uh, <laughs> now we have the current claim of the Nazca mummies uh, being over a thousand years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this time he went with a do- with a professor from Peru, Dr. D- Daniel Mendoza, who shared sure. a photo as an x-rays. Uh, they claimed that the aliens are part of a quote unquote new species because they are missing ribs and lungs. Um, oh. And and the, and Dr. Uh, Dr. Mendoza is also claiming that these are not a composite. These aren't another dead thing. Uh, this isn't a mummified human child. But, you know, that's really our source for that claim right now. Uh, now, Masson has been presenting these. Uh, these presentations in Mexico started last month around the time that we were having our own presentations, or two months ago now, around the time that we were having our own presentations on UFOs and UAPs in the United States. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. A few other things to note. Number mm-hmm. one. Uh, the ABC News article <laughs> starts off with starts off by pointing out that he's doing this less than three weeks after a Category Five hurricane devastated Acapulco. Probably a fair point. Yeah. Uh, uh, the exact paragraph being less than three weeks after a Category Five hurricane Otis devastated Acapulco, a port of nearly one million people. The Chamber mm-hmm. of Deputies spent more than three hours listening to journalist Jose Jaime Masson and his group of Peruvian doctors. Hmm. Uh. Now Wait, he, so it's like connected to the hurricane or, or is your claim that like, I think what ABC is saying is hurricane? like, I think ABC is just saying that this is like a waste of time given what's going on. Right. Right. Because I think also, I think most people general, I generally think that what we saw in the U S Congress was pretty legit. It didn't feel super outlandish for the most part. Um, frustratingly vague because I think non-human biologic still just means like a dead bird in an engine or something stupid like that. But generally speaking, not sensationalist. I think once these mummies came out, most people were like, this is fake. Um, But so I think that there's sort of this idea of why are you listening to this carnival barker right now when you have, you know, a million people in Mm -hmm. severe jeopardy. No, Um, I I get that. But also like, I think of some of the uh, recent shit that like our Congress has done. Uh, our Congress it, it is really absolutely legitimate. Our, and, what are you talking? Our, our Congress wasting time? How can our Congress I mean, waste time when our House Speaker, to make sure he doesn't waste time, monitors his porn habits with his son and the back and forth? Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. That's normal. Yeah, me and my dad don't have the software, so I just text him, just spanked one out, and he texts back, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man i i really envy that kind of uh father-son closeness the the best my the only thing my dad's ever done is he's uh uh 
texted me the picture of the Hustler magazine he picked up at the uh, Quickie Mart. <laughs> <laughs> Can you still buy porn magazines at a convenience store? <laughs> I don't think so, actually. Where do you buy them? Because I think they still make them. Almost certainly. Um, I mean, there's definitely like porn shops, right? Like, uh, you know, especially that they're kind of out like on on the interstate. Yeah, like the Lion's Den Adult Superstore. Yes, the Lion's Den is exactly what I was. Yeah, that was the one in Ohio too. Oh, is that a, is that a big uh, chain? I didn't know that. I guess so. Yeah. Oh no, I've been there once and it was enough. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Cause you're you're absolutely right. Cause like, you know, when I was a kid in the 80s, you know, you could get you'd go to the gas station to buy your mom a pack of cigarettes, and there would be like penthouse and playboys and shit behind so, the counter that you could request. But can I ask this? Cause I am enamored by the eighties and before and growing up in that time, because I grew up, like I grew up helicopter parented big time. Uh -huh. I yeah. was not anything like a latchkey kid. I was like an, yeah. I know where you are at all times kid. Yeah. Uh, if you can't tell, uh, in the eighties, it seems different. And I know in the eighties, you could go to the store, you could buy your parents a pack of cigarettes and you say, this is for my dad or this is for my mom. And the, right. if the clerk mm -hmm. knew your family, they'd let you go. Right. Yeah. And you'd you'd give them a dollar and they would give you change. <laughs> so, so so a pack of cigarettes. That's right? amazing. I guess my follow-up is could you get the pack of cigarettes and say this is for my mom? And could you also get the hustler and say this is for my dad? Or would they know that that's you're full of shit? I I think, yeah, they would draw the line at they would draw the line at like porn and alcohol. Yeah. That's fair. Things yeah, that they, kid they would, would actually sort of, want. Yeah. But they weren't. They weren't super strict on alcohol um because i like i was definitely like 14 years old when i bought my first beer at a bar <laughs> and like yeah well 14 I mean, is knew. an ohio 35 yes yeah yeah because you had survived like you had made it that long no um i mean and they knew like it's not i i didn't have like a fake mustache yeah. No, I just went in with um uh my buddy and I uh went in with his older brother who was now colic and was a regular. And yeah, they they served us and it was it was a totally different You time. shouldn't well, serve the I'm underage cool. younger brother of an alcoholic especially. Yeah. Right, cuz he's got the gene. Yes. Yeah. I think is it a gene? I don't know. I could never be an alcoholic well, cuz I get a bellyache too easily. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about. We were talking oh, about the, the Nazca the, mummies. Yeah, yes. The the mummies. And then yeah. I was talking about buying beer in Port in Ohio in the eighties. Yes. Uh right. man. I also couldn't imagine growing up at a time where porn is hard to get, but that's another that's another story. Uh now one area now one area where Masson is drawing a lot of criticism is from people who spoke before our Congress, such as former U.S. Navy pilot Ryan Graves. Now, Graves mm -hmm. was one of the witnesses who testified before the House Oversight Committee, I believe, regarding the famous right. 2004 white Tic Tac video. Have you seen this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very convincing. Yeah. I Sounds Truly right. one of the most terrifying things I've seen, because I truly believe that that Tic Tac could have wiped out our entire fucking military. Like, yeah you know, truly terrifying. Now, Graves testified before the House Oversight Committee and he testified uh, before Mexican co Congress during Masson's presentation in September to keep the momentum of government, to quote unquote, keep up the momentum of government interest in pilot experiences with UAPs. But he said that the demonstration by Masson was a huge step backwards for the issue. Uh, mm -hmm. Writing on X, formerly right. Twitter, Graves said, I will continue to raise awareness of UAP as an urgent matter of aerospace safety, national security, and science. Mm. But I am deeply disappointed by this unsubstantiated stunt. Uh, so mm -hmm. at the same time, some Mexican lawmakers are expressing that the congressional floor should remain open to even unsubstantiated claims like Masson's. Mm -hmm. All ideas and proposals will always be welcome to debate them, hear them to agree with them or not, said lawmaker Sergio Gutierrez Luna, who is a member of the party uh, that's currently in charge of Mexico, ruled by Andre Lopez Obrador, Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador, a.k.a. AMLO, I think, because I'm going from memory, and I can't name that political party. You don't come to this show for Latin American politics. 
yeah, thankfully, because I I certainly couldn't name that that uh, party. Yeah, I know you're you're I know you're more of an expert on um on Jordanian politics, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Liechtenstein. <laughs> Liechtensteinian. <laughs> Liechtenstein. <laughs> Relations. Are we what's wrong with us today? You're you have an excuse. You're sick. Oh. <laughs> uh, well. Um. Yeah. No, I that I I think that dude makes a good point that like I think that. So, Mexican uh, congressperson or the pilot? The um, congressperson. Okay. That, uh, no, that like, so I'm maybe a little more skeptical about this than you, mm-hmm. like just general, like UFO. You've not seen me. Are you basing this off of what? Quote unquote, unhinged screeds in the group chat sent between the hours of 12 and 3 a.m. once a week. Amongst other things, yeah. Um, uh, but no, like it's certainly, it's certainly not like it's certainly a possibility, right? That mm-hmm. you know that, and to my mind, it's almost like a mathematical certainty that there has to be other intelligent life. But yeah, the the there's just been like so many charlatans or like hoaxers that it it just really muddies the waters. You know, it's hard because I believe I I believe most of what we saw in front of Congress and obviously Mm -hmm. the footage that we saw was very convincing. Mm -hmm. Um, I probably believe most of the major abductees, at least about what they experienced. Mm -hmm. And I generally also think that the way. Look, I understand that people see things and don't know how to react and kind of form a picture and form a memory. And that is true. And I also think that the way the government just kind of responds to this was just, you're going to tell me that I don't know what I saw, man. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, I totally get that. That the, like, I I get also the, the sort of the, uh, like, dropping the hammer, so to speak, on people that uh, claim to have seen things or had experiences is also counterproductive. But, um. But yeah, no, I I think that um, yeah, like I'm open to it. I just so far like nothing I've seen has been. You weren't convinced by the Tic Tac video. Proof. Do what? You weren't convinced by the Tic Tac video at all. I mean, I don't know what. I yeah, I don't know. I something happened. I guess because I'm just trying to think of a rational explanation for what it could be. If it was right. a foreign military, and that was from over 15 years ago. We'd have learned right. the hard way by now. Um, right. right. If I don't think it's a plastic bag or a weather balloon, because I think that we know what those are by now. Right. Um, I will say, I generally don't think that a lot of this stuff is about any sort of invasion or attack because just looking at, uh, you know, both what these creatures are capable of, it just doesn't seem to be a matter of interest at this point. What I kind of think is that right. most of the UFOs that we see are some sort of recording equipment being set up that we don't understand. We're just a fucking trashy reality show in space. Right. All that could be. No, actually, that makes a lot more sense uh, <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, no, I agree. And right? I bet I'm a fan favorite. The, yeah? I think so. Oh, almost certainly. Pretty adorable. Adorable, <laughs> beloved. Uh, you know, we were talking about we were talking about bears earlier. Something our listeners might not know. Uh, by the standards of the gay community, I'm an otter. <laughs> I, I think you're right that that's something uh, that our listeners wouldn't know. Jason's probably a bear. I yeah, I'm 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 a bear. Yeah, um, bear otter. We just need a twink to complete the trilogy. <laughs> no, I I um, no, I agree that uh, uh, if if it's extraterrestrials uh they're obviously not interested in like a, in full-scale invasion or you know the uh it, yeah it's not maybe like a military kind of it, it's more exploration but exploration research monitoring right uh you know any right. number of possibilities 
Uh, anyway, right. let us know what you think in the comments. Do you think that the Nazca mummies are legit? Do you think that any of this is legit? Uh, you can let us know in the replies to Spotify. You can also email us on underworldnewstonight at gmail.com or let us know on social media. Uh, now, I know we are running out of time, so I wanted to thank everybody for listening. Yes, um, thank you so much. And I wanted to give you guys a preview of what we've got next week because we're recording another special next week that we're super excited mm -hmm. for. Uh, yeah. Guesting, we have Gavi Hakoen from the Leaving Eden podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. He's going to be coming on to talk about conspiracy theories. I know Jason's got a fun one. I have got oh. a very fun one. I uh, mm -hmm. and you know, let me just tell you, it is extremely exciting, and yeah. uh, I I can't talk that much more about it because I'll get too excited right. and ruin the whole episode. But right. it's going to be the super great. will be coming after you if you yes. yeah can't tip our hand. Yes. Uh. So anyway, really exciting stuff. Uh. And if you've been enjoying the show, definitely follow, rate us five stars, share it with your friends. We do appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Underworld News Tonight. TikTok as well at Underworld News Tonight now. Uh, and along with emailing us at underworldnewstonight at gmail.com. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I know Jason needs to go and get back to shitting. And uh -huh. I've got to edit this show. So we're going to go ahead and see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening once again. 